Hey there humans and welcome to today's podcast on anger, fear and boundaries. So I want to talk about all three of these things separately and in relation to each other Um, and I'm going to start by looking at anger because it's an emotion that we all feel and I think generally I notice that lots of us um, have negative connotations with anger. I think we see it as aggression as opposed to a feeling that many of us feel um, and that is healthy, like anger can be healthy. It can be a great instigator for change, a great mobilizer for us and yeah, it can be a really powerful force when when used um, like healthily. When anger isn't good, when it's abusive, aggressive, violent, I don't condone anger like that. But I think many of us don't want to admit we're angry. I think I've I've met quite a few people actually who say they don't get angry. Um, and I kind of wonder to myself, is that because you don't allow yourself to get angry? Because somewhere along your life, someone has kind of fed you these conceptions about anger, that it's something that either you shouldn't be, you shouldn't feel, or that is wrong to feel, or maybe you associate it with um, aggression and unhealthy forms of anger. So I kind of want to break that down because I think, yeah, I think anger can be a great mobilizer. Um, And it's something that maybe some of us have to relearn how to feel. Um, And especially when maybe we've gone to extremes, so we're either like not angry at all, we're very passive and submissive, or the next thing we know we're raging, like finding that in-between stage where we can acknowledge our anger and use it in a healthy way to change our behavior or speak up or voice something that's um, affecting us a certain way. Like, I think it can be so powerful when used healthily. So, um, yeah, I'd kind of want to debunk that myth that anger is is aggression because they're not they're not the same in my opinion um and I think anger can be a great way an indicator in ourselves to know when something's up so often if we're feeling angry it might be because one of our boundaries have been crossed maybe we weren't aware of our boundaries or we were expecting something from someone else and having expectations of someone that we didn't voice to them and someone once told me like how can how can someone else know what your expectations are if you don't voice them and I was like wow that's so true I think so much in our society today we have all these expectations of people friends family peers strangers and we don't voice them and maybe sometimes we need to reevaluate our expectations and see like is it really like can I let this go like was that just an expectation that I expected that stranger to say thank you for when I held the door and you know they didn't and that's that's not on me that's just 
what is like that's them and I can now recognize that I had that expectation so I felt angry when the stranger didn't say thank you and I can move on or is it that sort of expectation where you know we expect our friends or our family or our peer peers to to do something or say something a certain way you know and when they don't meet those expectations we hold perhaps like un, unknown expectations in ourselves um we feel angry we feel resentful because we're almost like oh my god how could they do that like how could they you know not not do this or how could they say that to her or him and i think oftentimes it comes back to taking responsibility for our own emotions because yes people people will influence how we feel there is no doubt about that a world without triggers doesn't exist but we are ultimately responsible for our feelings i don't believe anyone else can make us feel something um of course i think they can have an influence on our feelings in terms of their behaviors and what they say but i think if we take the mindset that people make us feel a certain way then we become kind of an object that just like life happens to us instead of us being an active participant in the, in life and i think that's really important to bear in mind because you know we we do have opportunity to to voice our expectations or choose to let them go or evaluate our expectations of people and whether we think they're reasonable and you know other people might not think they're reasonable as well but that doesn't mean they're not and it's it's it, i think it's a constant job of self-evaluation and and self-reflection which is which is tiring and I'm, i'm not saying it's fun or easy but i think we can become more in the or be more in the driving seat of our own life and feel more more empowered when you know we we know we have we have choices we have responsibility and that responsibility can be empowering and i think um coming back to anger like if someone's crossed a boundary we have maybe someone's interrupted us when we're speaking and we feel really angry because you know we feel like we're not being heard or we're feeling shut down like that that anger can be a great mobilizer because it will it may allow us to say hey please don't interrupt me or can you wait for me to finish you know and it can be that driving force that's like actually no this behavior is not okay with me and said in you know a respectful way i think that anger is great because it means that we can as humans be more in connection with each other and more understanding of each other and and getting comfortable with anger is is great as well because being comfortable with saying no because i think a lot of the time no does come from a place of anger it comes from a place of of self preservation and self compassion um and also just knowing what one's limits are and one's boundaries are and to be able to say no i think you kind of need some sort of energy you know to to be able to take that that step and say it because i think often if we've been 
like people pleasers for for much of our lives so you know we say yes to everything or we let kind of let people walk all over us um because that's how we've we've needed to survive um at one point in our life so it's become like a pattern and there's nothing wrong with that inherently because you know that was a way to protect ourselves but it starts to become when we become aware of these patterns we can then change them and you know these patterns can become detrimental to us because we maybe then say yes to everything and we're left feeling resentful and angry and burnt out and that anger can be the instigator for change to begin to say actually no I can't I can't do that today or I can't tell you this or agree with you because because I I don't want to you know and and someone um once told me like no is a full sentence because I think so much of the time we say no and we're like I'm sorry no and we feel guilty for it but if we all start learning to step into that that anger in in a healthy way and kind of hold our own and you know what comes to mind for me is kind of shoulders back like really standing in yourself when we start to be able to do that and say no we can then like we can form relationships that are built on connection because we're being authentic with the other person you know we're we're saying our limits we're saying our boundaries making them clear and we're not just saying yes out of our own need to please the other um which often just leaves the person saying yes feeling feeling really shit really um so in in this instance anger can be a great mobilizer for change and I think it's a it's a balance between when we begin to learn to say no like I'm okay am I just saying no to to kind of practice and kind of say no to to prove to myself I can or do I really need to say no right now you know in in my experience when I when I start to sometimes say no I can I can get a bit like oh I'll say no to this and this and this but actually I'm like um, do I really need to say no here like and th- and this is the thing it's like I said earlier it's constant I think self-reflection self-evaluation and building that relationship with ourselves because only the individual can really know if they need to to set a boundary or set a limitation I think it's not on like other people can have their opinions but ultimately you know we're all so different we all have such different needs and it's up to us to meet our needs as adults anyway as children that was the job of our parents or, or our caregivers um and i think yeah as as i learned to say no a bit more and it's still you know i i still feel like i'm in constant evaluation of why am i saying no or you know i i sit with the guilt of saying no still it doesn't when I say no I I still feel very guilty for for saying it and I think well I hope that one day that kind of shifts but 
at times it's kind of getting comfortable with the, the discomfort of saying no because when we haven't been used to doing something of course it's going to be weird and strange and feel scary and I think this is where fear also comes in because to be able to meet our needs and set boundaries um, we need to get the balance between fear and anger because if we're completely driven by anger it may turn into that unhealthy or unconstructive anger I just spoke about earlier where it's maybe raising your voice at the other person or shouting at them and saying like you made me feel this way like you need to stop doing that because ultimately speaking to somebody like that and shouting at them isn't constructive. I don't think that's taking ownership of your feelings. I think that's putting it on the other person and projecting. But then when fear comes into it, when we're talking about like people pleasers, um, or if we're very used to, or we're not used to, sorry, saying no, um, can be really, really scary, right? Like, I know in my body it feels very, like, my heart starts being really fast and I feel really sick. Um, and, yeah, like I said, there's a there's many a reason why it might be scary linked to how we've been brought up to to express our needs and express our wants. Um, but if we're led by that fear and we, we fawn and fawning is a survivor response. So you might've heard of fight and flight. Um, these are nervous system responses to traumatic events. Um, and often we can, we don't really talk about these, but you can also have freeze. So being in a state of kind of like deer in the headlights moment um which can manifest in many ways and you also have fawn which is um essentially people pleasing and being submissive um and when we're used to to that of course saying no and standing in ourselves and and having that authenticity with somebody can be really really scary um so I think what's key here is finding that balance between setting a boundary from a place of I'm not happy about this I'm angry but yes I'm also fearful but I don't want to lose myself at the expense of another person so I'm going to respectively respectfully sorry respectfully say what I need to say take the action I need to take and hold myself accountable for my emotions and also let the other or or not if I choose not to know what they said or did that led to to where I am now and I think this way of relating is very foreign in our society um and maybe it's an idealistic view that we could all 
um, connect and relate like this. But it's something I really, really hope for. It's something that I really want to strive for in the world. Um, and I think a lot of us see boundaries and see saying no as, as quite a personal thing. Like if someone says no to me, that might be... Um, like maybe I take that as hard-hitting and personal in terms of like oh they don't want to hang out with me but if I then shift my view on no in terms of okay that person's saying that out of respect for themselves so I want to respect that and you know well if I can say no they can say no and that authenticity between two people or however many people where you know that you know these people are being truthful that when they say yes I want to see you they mean it and you also know that when they say no I don't want to do that you're not then going into the activity for example say if you said do you want to go to the cinema and your friend said yeah that would be great but they weren't enjoying it and then you can kind of see that and then you feel guilty you know, all that could have been avoided if that person said, no, actually, I don't want to go to the cinema today. Um, can we do something else? And, you know, it's about negotiation. This is what I think is key here, is it's not about... You know, when you're a child, um, or the child stage where children go through, that they're like, no to everything. They're like, no, I don't want to do that no, 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 um, and I don't really mean no in that sense, which I touched on earlier about kind of finding that balance between kind of saying no for the sake of it and saying no out of your own need, um, but I think that, that kind of stage, um, in children's development is, is extremely important, but, as adults what we what we can do that children often can't is find the in-between find the compromise the negotiation and you know sometimes that means that maybe I have to compromise on some of my wants or needs and then sometimes the other other person does and you know I think life is this this balancing act and it's it's never about getting the perfect balance it's just about being honest and authentic with with people with each other and with ourselves to try and find that balance in that pursuit of balance um and and being okay when you know it goes off kilter maybe we say no too much maybe we get a bit angry in an aggressive way and you know we're human so I think that we should forgive ourselves and move forward because I think everyone deserves to be forgiven and to forgive because holding on to not forgiving someone can be painful for the person holding on to it as well and I think you know, making mistakes is a part of being human and we need to allow mistakes in to be able to grow and to be able to learn and to be able to shift our beliefs and shift the way we are. And when we 
deny mistakes and expel them from existence within ourselves. So maybe we're perfectionists or within society. So maybe, you know, cancelling people or um, not wanting to hear something that we don't like or we don't like that we've done. When when that starts to come in, I don't think we leave space for for authenticity because in that instance, we're living through resentment and through this idea that life can be perfect. And I don't... I truly don't think it can be and I think it's really hard to come to terms with even if logically I know life isn't perfect like I think I still seek perfection I still try and not make mistakes I still try to be perfect um in the same way that maybe people or myself expect people around me to meet my expectations to meet my needs to be what my expectations are and like I'm expecting to people to be perfect to my expectations and I don't think that's that's always possible um so allowing mistakes does have great potential for growth um and when it comes to boundaries like I think that's mistakes is is how how we learn how we evolve like as children think about when we're learning to say no or when we're learning what's mine and what's my sister's toy or what's you know in in playgroup like what am I allowed to say and what aren't allowed what aren't I allowed to say or do like am I allowed to to bite that kid on the toe or is that not okay like you know we don't when a child bites bites another kid we d- we don't well i don't think we should anyway like dismiss them and say oh my god you're so wrong i can't believe you did that we hold them accountable for their mistake we say hey you know it's not it's not nice to bite other other people that's not on we maybe give them a consequence you know if you do that again you're not going to be able to have xyz and we say maybe but i forgive you and i want to move on so please don't do it again but we don't we don't hold a grudge we don't we don't bring it up with them every time they make another mistake you know like and i'm not saying to treat adults as children but I think we can really learn something from from those interactions in terms of how we relate to people and each other because I think there is the need for more um, perspective shifting and empathy and authenticity. And when we begin to be authentic within ourselves and be honest with ourselves about what we believe or how we act or how we are I think only then can we be authentic with other people and in the same way that when we get to know you know maybe we sit down and we ask ourselves okay what are my boundaries like can I think of three boundaries 
that when they're crossed in life, like, I begin to feel angry at? Or can I think of a reason why I'm scared to say to this person no? Like, do they, do they trigger something in me? Or, you know, it's having that curiosity. It's having that time for self-reflection and no one else can do it for you. It's so personal. So it's about, it's about really giving yourself that time and that space and that energy to promote change within yourself. And on a final note, I think I just want to add that I think that when we begin to change ourselves and that when we begin to, to seek more authenticity within ourselves and get to know all parts of us, um, and I think it's really difficult on a side note to get to know all parts of us because there's a lot of parts of us that we don't want to see and you know there's no, there, there's nothing wrong with that I just think it's a protect protective mechanism because it might be painful or um or just yeah too too much to to handle or to feel but um when we begin to look at ourselves I think our sh- our sh- view shifts in other aspects of our lives and also we can sometimes see change in the people around us and that's not always possible because we can't change other people but I think when we focus on ourselves more we can see that change that we want in the world more because maybe our perspective shifts or maybe you know, we're able to mobilize ourselves and go after the things in life that we really want, stand up for the things in life that we really want, you know, productively make change in our in our lives and in the world. So I think this is a really important topic in in terms of how it can be expanded into society and our lives as a whole. Um so yeah on that note I'm going to end but thank you very much for listening and I hope you've enjoyed this podcast or taken something from it and I hope you have a great rest of your day